Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Mountains of Magic podcast, your place for Walt Disney World tips and tricks for planning. I am your host, Danielle, and this is episode 84, the Walt Disney World dining plan. Is it worth it? Friday, my friends. Thanks so much for listening in today. And we've got a real hot topic. I wanted to get this out quick because it's very pertinent. Um, On Wednesday, 2024 packages opened up for Walt Disney World. And with that, something has returned. um, And that's the Disney dining plan. And if you are a season traveler to Walt Disney World, you know that pre-pandemic, that was normally always an option on your vacations. And today, I'm not so much here to like give my opinion, yes or no, if it's worth it, but I'm actually going to kind of go through the fine print. I've sort of geeked out. If you don't know, I'm a math teacher um, as well. And so I've kind of geeked out on the math, looked at how it compares to what you're paying, to what you could get in the parks without the dining plan um, and really just going to kind of present the facts for you. And then at the end, I'll sort of leave with here's how I would probably do it. Here's what I would probably do. Um, But this isn't, again, not a place just for me to spew opinions at you. I'm going to hit you with some cold hard facts. So if you're not familiar with what the Disney dining plan is, it's basically just a way for you to prepay for your food before you ever get to Walt Disney World. You prepay, you get credits loaded to your Disney account, and then you just go around to restaurants, you eat, the credits are kind of marked off as you do, and you're good to go. So for people looking for that all-inclusive feel, kind of similar to like a cruise where you're not having to deal with some big bill or have sticker shock, this can be a really great option. And so starting January 9th of next year, 2024, if you're traveling after that date, you have the option of adding the Disney dining plan to your package. Now you must have a package to get this, which means you have a hotel stay and at least a two day park ticket. Otherwise, it's not really going to be an available option. There are two dining plans, so keeping it nice and simple. You basically either have the quick service dining plan or the Disney dining plan. One of these is just going to get you like the fast food counter service restaurants. The other one is going to give you the option for those sit down meals. All right. And so here's basically what you're getting with both of those. And then we're going to kind of get into this fine print. So with the Disney quick service dining plan, anybody three and up, and this is kind of an all or nothing deal. All right. This isn't just some people in my party want it. This isn't we only want it for some of the days. Every night that you have on your package, you are getting this plan. So not your check out day, but your check in day, this is still included. So that's kind of something to think about. If you're getting in, you know, at 10 p.m., you're going to want to roll those credits over. They can roll over. You can combine them. They don't have to be certain things used on each day, but they expire at midnight on your checkout date. 
All right. So I think those are kind of the basics, but here's how the plans play out. If you do the quick service dining plan, you're getting two quick service meals. So these are, like I said, fast food, counter, mobile order, your stuff that you're just getting, you know, the food court at your resort hotel or little counter locations and things like that in the parks. You're getting one snack or non-alcoholic drink. You can get like a bottled soda or something as a snack. And then everyone three and up on your reservation is getting a resort refillable mug. Um, These are sold at all the Disney resorts. They're a mug that you normally get for about 20 bucks um, when you check in and you go and you just, you know, fill that sucker up, have a good old time, and you get to drink soda, um, any of those fountain beverages for your length of stay. Now, the Disney dining plan is going to have, it's basically the same thing, but instead of two quick service meals, you're getting one table service, so one sit down and one quick service. Okay, you're still getting the snack and the resort refillable mug. And because you have table service dining on there, that allows you to get character meals and that kind of thing. Okay, so that's the basics of the two plans. Now that they've been released, you can really go in and kind of see um, all the specifics on the Disney site. That's always where I would encourage you to look so that you know you're getting precise information. However, what the Disney site is not going to give you, and Disney doesn't really do this with any of their packages, people will ask me like, oh, well, like how much were the tickets on the package? Like, you really don't know because Disney just combines it together. Now you can figure it out. Math. Okay. Um, And that's sort of what I did. I wanted to verify what I saw on another site as far as prices. Um, But you're not just going to see a flat out price on the Disney site. After you set up your resort reservation and you pick your park tickets, then you have the option to kind of add that dining plan. Again, all or nothing. You're just picking between the two there. So the price breakdown, and I'll get back to these in a little bit, for the quick service dining plan, where you're getting those two fast food meals, it's about, and I left off the tiny bit of change, okay, but it's about $57 per adult per day and $24 per kid per day, okay? If you go with the Disney dining plan that lets you do those table service restaurants, it's $94 a day for adults and right around $30 a day for kiddos. And I'll come back to that in a second, but I wanted to get into a bit of this fine print first, okay? So a few things to consider, and this is going to be real pertinent when we get to our totals. So here's what's included. For a quick service meal for anyone 10 and older at Disney that's considered an adult, you're getting an entree and a non-alcoholic beverage or and this is the kicker, anyone over 21 may have one alcoholic beverage, a beer, a wine, a cocktail. Anyone three to nine at a quick service location is just getting a combo meal, but they have to get a kid's meal. They can't upgrade to like an adult meal like you could obviously do if you were paying for this yourself. Now, at a table service meal, sit-down restaurant, very similar. Adults are getting an entree, a non-alcoholic beverage, or 21 and up can get a beer, wine, or cocktail, and one dessert if it's lunch or dinner, okay? Or if it's in a buffet or prefix situation where they just kind of bring you what they have and you eat it, everyone is getting their, you know, one 
per I won't say one time through because normally with those they're all you care to enjoy, but you're getting your one full buffet, one full prefix meal for kiddos. Same thing. They're either getting a combo meal off the kids menu or they're just taking their turn at the buffet as well. So that's sort of how your main meals are going. You're getting two included with whichever of these plans you choose. It's just if you want two quick service kind of fast food things or if you want a sit down and a quick service. Now with snacks, there is a list here. Your snacks, though, are things like ice cream, um, popcorn, a pizza of fruit, uh, like packaged up Mickey Rice Krispie. You can also get a 20 ounce like fountain drink, Coca-Cola drink, um, a single serve coffee, hot chocolate. So the list they have here isn't exhaustive of every snack, but it's just kind of giving you a specific idea. I expect as we get closer to the release, like on your Disney Experience app, you'll kind of get more info as to what can be included there. But Lots of snack options are going to be available. Everything I just said isn't all you get. Um, And then there is a little clarification about the beverage situation. So at your fast food or sit-down meal, children 10 and older that are paying that adult price but can't get alcohol can get a specialty beverage like a milkshake, a smoothie, hot chocolate, or they can just get a regular old soda. And then adults 21 and up with those meals can get a beer or cider, wine or sangria, or mixed drink and specialty cocktails, one per meal. Now, on the Disney website, there is the list of all of the restaurants that are participating. It is most of them, but there is plenty of fine print here that says at any time Disney can add or remove vendors. So that's just something to keep in mind. I don't foresee like them pulling Cinderella's Royal Table from the list, but just know it's worded there. Now, in regards to really fine dining meals like Cinderella's Royal Table, Storybook Dining at Artist Point, Be Our Guest Restaurant in Magic Kingdom, Akershoosh, which is in Epcot where you eat with princesses, dinner shows like Hoopty Doo Review, um, and other fine slash signature dining restaurants. These are actually going to take two of your table service credits. So if you're there on a Monday and a Tuesday and you eat at, you know, Cinderella's Royal Table on Monday, you're using that Tuesday credit and you won't have a sit down meal that day. That's kind of how that would work. Um, There's also some special things listed if you were doing private in-room dining, which I guess is available at the Grand Floridian. That would take two of your table service credits. And then if you want to do like pizza pickup and order a whole pizza and drinks for the family, um, that's going to take up two quick service credits. So if that's something you think you might do, definitely go in and read that and just kind of know how that works. Now, a few last things before we get into the dollars. One big thing you want to consider tipping gratuities are not included in this. So even though you've prepaid for everything, you still need to tip your servers. You're still going to get a bill afterwards to just sign off. And that's where you can add the tip. So you definitely want to budget in for that beforehand. 18% gratuity is automatically added if you have a party of six or more. 
And gratuity is actually already included if you do Cinderella's Royal Table or a dinner show. But anywhere else, it is not automatically included. So that's definitely something to think of if you do the Disney dining plan with that table service option. Okay. There's also a few things like there could be additional charges for some specialty items. They will try to accommodate special dietary requests. And children under the age of three are allowed to share a plate with the adult and cannot have their own dining plan. Or you could purchase them a second meal, but that, or a additional meal, but that will be added to your charge, not included in your dining plan. Okay, we've gotten through all, I don't know, most of that fine print. Sorry if I bored you, if I lost you anywhere. Go to the Disney site. You can kind of look at all that if you're more of a visual person. But here's the real meat and bones. So I sat down and I looked in my my Disney Experience app and I kind of priced out what would these meals cost me if I paid them just straight up on my own versus what would they cost if I utilize the dining plan? Okay, and that's what we're going to kind of go through here. So first up, let's say I have the quick service plan. So every day I'm getting two quick service meals, I'm getting a snack, and I have my resort mug to use. Okay, so here's a situation. Let's say that I go to Pecos Bills, which I'm going to be at Magic Kingdom. That's kind of what I chose to price out for this comparison. So if I go to Pecos Bills, which is a great Tex-Mex place over by like Big Thunder Mountain, I'm going to get myself a rice bowl, which is around $12, give or take some change. And I'm going to grab myself a fountain drink, with, which is a little bit over four bucks. Okay, then let's say for dinner, I'm going to head to Cosmic Rays over in Tomorrowland. Very similar cost here. I'm going to grab a burger for $13 and another drink for four. All right. I have my snack to consider, and we're just going to assume that's going to be in about the five, six dollar price range for my snack that I pick up. And then I have that resort refillable mug. So lowest situation because you can only use these at the resorts. So if I'm in the park most of the day, I may be only getting one or two drinks out of that. We're going to assume for now I'm just going to get one soda or one juice or something from my resort. And that would probably cost me about four or five bucks if I just bought it a la carte. Okay, so in total for this day of me eating two quick service meals, a snack and grabbing one drink from my resort, it would cost me about forty three dollars. Okay, not including tax, nothing like that. However, I said earlier in the episode that the dining plan, quick service dining plan for an adult is fifty seven dollars a day. So, yeah, definitely sounds not worth it. However, have a little bit of a caveat here. So number one, Disney is more than likely going to raise food cost between now and January. So very likely these things that are costing me $43 now, we could see, you know, 50 cents a dollar upcharge on all of these. I could be much closer to 50 bucks when the time comes. Okay. That's going to close the gap a little bit. Also, when you purchase this dining plan, though, you are locking in the price. So I could make a reservation for December 2024. I could get the dining plan, go ahead and lock in that price and those credits. Disney could likely raise food costs 
two or three times between now and then, but I'm already locked into that price. However, maybe you're still thinking inflation, you're doing the math, and you're like, Danielle, we haven't made it to $57 yet for adults. Here's what takes it over the edge. If you get that alcoholic beverage... Okay. Now, I will say, I didn't scour the menu and try to pick the most expensive thing at Pecos Bills and most expensive thing at Cosmic Rays. I'm, I kind of went for an average. So you definitely could up this total by getting the most expensive burger and most expensive snack. But when you consider the alcoholic beverage being an option, you've now just up your cost. So whereas a fountain drink is costing me about four or five bucks, a beer or a cocktail could be anywhere between between 10 to $15, and I can get that with my two quick service meals. Now, let's just say we're thinking like a beer or so, because most of these quick service places, to my knowledge, may not have like a crazy specialty cocktail. So if I swap out those four or $5 sodas for now, 10 or $11 beers for my two meals, I'm coming at at right about that $57 that it's costing per day, okay? Now let's look at this for the other plan. Let's go to the Disney dining plan where I get one sit down, one quick service, one snack, and I get my mug, okay? So again, there is that situation where for really, really nice restaurants like Cinderella's Royal Table, Be Our Guest, I can use two of those credits, but I just kind of priced out, let's say you were doing a regular old character meal, okay? So I'm at Crystal Palace in Magic Kingdom, If you do breakfast as your sit-down meal, that's going to cost you about $45 per adult. That's including your, you know, drink that comes with it and your buffet, all of that. If I do lunch or dinner, it's $59 per adult, okay? Um, I'm going to assume that I'm going to do a similar little, you know, other meal, quick service style. So maybe another $12, $13 for an entree, four bucks for a drink. I grab myself another six or so dollar snack and I fill up once at my resort with my mug and that's another four or five dollar charge, okay? If I just do that normal kind of day, breakfast, if I went the breakfast route, I'm spending about $71 on that food plus tax and gratuity. And if I go the dinner route, I'm spending about $85 per adult, okay? The cost for this plan is $94 per adult per day. So again, we can factor in some price increases, some inflation and all of that. But what really tips it over the scale is if I get those alcoholic beverages, okay? Because now that's at my sit down meal, an extra And then if it's at my quick service meal, probably an extra 10 bucks instead of the four. And if we go that route, we're coming out to right about 100 bucks on that food. So here is my little opinion piece based on crunching the numbers. If you do a little research, really kind of think through everything going on here and seek to maximize how you're using the dining plan, I think it's really worth it. And I mean, I'm an analytical person. Worth it to me means I am saving money, okay? Or I'm coming out, you know, just about even. And what I saw is if I'm going to utilize those 
alcoholic beverages, or you could even switch this and go with the 10 and up route um, where the kid is getting, you know, a milkshake or a smoothie for their meal. But I really think for it to come out where I'm saving money, I need to be utilizing those specialty drinks, those beers, wines, cocktails, or like I said, milkshakes and things for the older kiddos. Um, I didn't price this out for kids, was really just focusing on that adult cost since it is more. Also, I want to make sure that I'm getting a nice hearty snack. It said you could visit like the snack carts. And so I'm probably choosing that over just getting a bottled soda, especially when I have a resort refillable mug. I'm making sure I'm utilizing that. Okay. Getting, you can get coffee in those things. So if you're going to get your coffee there in the morning, instead of going and getting like something from the Joffrey stand, then definitely, definitely can save money. Um, With the sit down meals, the table service meals, I would make sure I'm probably utilizing most of my credits for lunch and dinner that just cost more and I'm going to get more value versus getting it for breakfast. So my two sense, is it worth it, is if you're going to utilize it and really try to maximize what you're getting. Or honestly, guys, you just got to make sure you use the credits. That's the biggest thing that always happened pre-pandemic with the dining plan. You would see all these people checking out. They hadn't used their snack credits and they're just grabbing like 20 Rice Krispies, you know, Mickey shaped Rice Krispies because everybody in your party had one snack credit a day. And if they didn't use it, they just accumulate. So I think if you use all your given to the best potential that you can, then this is definitely worth it. Also, if you just want that all-inclusive feel, you don't want to have to deal with it. You're fine with paying a little bit of gratuity in the moment, but otherwise you just want your vacation like pretty much paid in full before you get there. Then I just think for the peace of mind, it is totally worth it, even if you don't come out to maximizing your total cost every day. Okay, Disney dining plan isn't meant to be something where you're sitting there like crunching numbers like, did I get my $57? dollars in today. That's not what it's about. But you got to use up the credits. Also, I just know for my family, we do spend a lot on food. I love to eat in Walt Disney World. But even the two quick service and one snack, that may not be how we do our eating that day. You know what I mean? We might bring in breakfast and, you know, just eat something that we grocered in or whatever, or we may want, you know, just a snack for breakfast, but then I might want another snack later and we might only do one quick service meal and we might share a slice of pizza when we get back in the evening. Um, So it just puts a little bit more structure in your meals. And if that's how you're used to eating on vacation, I think it's fine. If it's not, it might be something to work around or to forgo. But I hope today you got some details, kind of some specific. I enjoyed crunching the numbers um, and just seeing how the plans kind of worked out cost-wise and knowing, you know, what you might want to do and where you might want to lean based on these dining plans. But been a longer episode today. Hope you got some good info. If you want to plan your trip for 2023, there's still plenty of availability, summer, holiday time, whenever you want to go, or into 2024. 
I would love to connect with you, answer questions, and help you with that booking. I've been able to work with a lot of great clients so far this week to get set up for 2024. But check out the info in the show notes. Send me an email. Find me on Instagram or Facebook. Would love to connect and help at no cost to you. And as always, my friends, I thank you so much for listening. Hope you have a magical day. Bye-bye. 